Welcome to another Reimagining Windows show on TechNet Radio, our series of business value interviews for IT managers all around Windows 8. My name is Kevin Remdy, and I'm a senior IT pro evangelist on the U.S. developer and platform evangelism team at Microsoft, and I'm your TechNet Radio host today. Now, in today's discussion, we're going to focus on the tools, technologies, tips, and tricks that are available to enable the efficient deployment of Windows 8 onto new or existing hardware. Windows 8 has been out for several months now, and many businesses are coming to see the value it provides their users in productivity, security, mobility, and device choice. But how do I deploy it to existing hardware, and what tools are available? With us today, we're fortunate to have with us a senior product man marketing manager from the Windows team, Michael Niehaus. Welcome, Michael. Thanks. So first of all, Michael, tell us a little bit about your background, what your history is with Microsoft, and the role you now play. Okay. I've been kind of in the Microsoft infrastructure deployment space for what seems an eternity now, really going back to around 1995. And I mean, starting at that point, we were deploying Windows 95 using floppy disks, going from computer to computer, and really cursing the entire process because that was an extremely slow, time-consuming process. So we, we basically swore that we would never do something like that again. And it seems like I've spent the remainder of my career after that point really trying to continue making improvements to that process, first starting out doing that in corporate IT and then in Microsoft Consulting Services, and then I joined the uh, Solution Accelerator team as a developer working on the Microsoft Deployment Toolkit, then spent some time as a program manager on that same team before switching over to the current product marketing manager job with the Windows commercial team, but still looking after Windows deployment. So I really haven't had a whole lot of variety in the topics that I've been covered, but at least from a job title perspective, I've bounced around some over the years. Excellent. But that means that you know what you're talking about, and, and that's that's excellent. And certainly haven't had that experience uh, also. I certainly understand uh, and and very happy that people like you have improved the process greatly. Uh, so let's let's start out with an overview of that. What are the issues that the companies are facing? I mean, now that we're beyond floppy disks, of course, and and the questions that business leaders need to answer when they're considering the deployment of a new operating system. Well, I think we've made a lot of progress over the years with the automation. So there was always a lot of manual steps involved to do the the type of migration where you would want to really get a new operating system deployed to your users without really disrupting their day-to-day -day work. You wanted to make sure that they had the apps that they need, that they worked, that they could be instantly productive with the new operating system. So that's always been the focus. What could we do to try to make that whole process easier? And easier basically means not having to touch the machine as well, touching as little as possible overall. So what can we do to automate the creation of the gold image, your master image that you'll use to deploy out to all the computers? What can we do to automate the deployment process itself, including installing apps and drivers and uh, any other type of per-machine configuration that might be necessary? And we've made a whole lot of progress in those areas trying to make the, the nuts and bolts of the deployment process a lot easier. That's not to say that overall that the process really is 
simple because there are still lots of work that needs to be done, especially as you get ready your entire portfolio of apps and worry about what user data needs to be migrated from the old computer to the new computer, old OS to the new OS. So there's still a fair amount of work involved, but we really want you to be able to focus on those areas rather than on the infrastructure work that's necessary to create the image and deploy the image. And I understand that we have some tools available, um, some of them new, some of them have been with us for a little while now, uh, to help us with this, doing these operating system deployments, device drivers, and so on. And I understand they're very, very complex tools, and they're very, very expensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course, not so expensive. Actually, most of the tools we're going to talk about today are free, although we, we, uh, we do have a product that will help us out. But give us an overview of some of the tools involved. So we, we kind of have a few different layers of tools and kind of starting at the lowest layer is the assessment and deployment kit tools. I mean, to do any type of OS deployment process, you need to have certain tools to perform the, the basic functions like the creation of an image, the deployment of an image, uh, creating that pre-execution environment, the Windows PE image where you can use that to load the actual operating system before there's a full OS involved. Uh, really, those nuts and bolts pieces are all part of that basic uh, base assessment and deployment kit. And then everything else layers on top of that. Things like the Microsoft Deployment Toolkit, which is a set of free tools and guidance that leverage those ADK tools to provide you those image creation and image deployment capabilities that we talked about before, and Windows Deployment Services, which is a, another layer kind of on the networking side to give you the ability to boot computers over the network, as well as perform multicast transfers so that you can do larger amounts of deployments at once without saturating your network. And then at the next layer up, if you wanted to go with a, a full management solution, that's where we get into the configuration manager space, leveraging System Center to provide more centralized scheduling and monitoring and control, as well as the, the broader management capabilities that you would expect from that type of a product suite. Excellent, excellent. Very good overview of uh, some of the tools uh, at a high level. Appreciate that. So let's talk more specifically about the ADK, the tool set that you, you mentioned right at the beginning of that description. Um, and a number of these tools uh, replace what previously came in the Windows Automated Installation Kit, correct? Right. Yeah, the, uh, the original kit contained most of the things that you would need to do in OS deployment, but not everything. So you ended up having to go to the download center multiple times. And that was one of the things they analyzed when they were going through and figuring out how they wanted to package up tools for Windows 8 is how can they reduce the number of kits so that if you were an IT pro and interested in deploying Windows 8, you just needed to download one kit. If you were a developer interested in developing for Windows 8, you would need to download one kit. So it was all about reducing the number of kits, trying to get everything together in one place. So the assessment and deployment kit included everything that was available in the Windows Automated Installation Kit, plus a few tools that used to be separate downloads. Things like the AppCompat Toolkit are now included in the ADK, so you don't need to download that separately. They also added a set of new assessment tools, which is where the A comes from in the ADK, uh, assessment tools to help with the 
really the analysis of an image and how that operating system image runs on certain hardware. It targets more of the the OEM needs to make sure that OEMs are shipping machines with operating systems and drivers and everything that make sure that they get the best experience out of the hardware, but that's not to say that those assessment tools aren't also useful for enterprises and IT pros where that you could run these in a lab environment using your image, using your drivers, using your hardware to be able to tell you that, okay, this machine is performing very well, but this next one, uh, we're seeing some delays as part of the startup process. Maybe you want to investigate these drivers. Maybe there's a uh, a newer version out there that you could implement into your image to solve some of the performance issues that we're seeing on that. So those are brand new, those assessment tools. And otherwise, most of it's just incremental enhancements to the existing tools that we all knew and love from the, the Windows automated installation kit. Excellent, excellent. Sounds like a very powerful tool set and certainly worth investigating. So we'll make sure at the end we leave uh, people with some more information on where they can get information about these kits and where to go for the downloads. Um, let's talk specifically about the MDT, the Microsoft Deployment Toolkit. Tell us more about that, what it does, and how it, um, I assume, drives those tools to do the, the main work. Um, what, is the, what is the benefit of the MDT? Yeah, and remember I was just saying that we wanted to put all the tools into one kit so that there was just one download. Well, there was one exception to that, and that one exception was the Microsoft Deployment Toolkit. We continued to make that a separate download because we expected it to be updated more frequently than the rest of the tools that were in the ADK. Because we were, we were routinely updating MDT about once every six months. And if we put it in the ADK, then we wouldn't be able to release it as frequently because then you're tied to the release mechanisms that were part of the ADK. So we kept it separate, and uh, it really is dependent on the ADK, so you can't use MDT without the ADK or without the Windows AIK. It'll actually work with both of them. The latest version, MDT 2012 Update 1, is the version that added full support for Windows 8 really integrating in all of the ADK tools to make sure that all of the incremental changes in Windows 8 deployment were just automatically handled. So from the IT pros perspective, the deployment process of Windows 8 doesn't look any different than the deployment process for Windows 7. The ta same task sequence, the same tools, the same capabilities you'll see in both with just a few added benefits coming from the new ADK tools. Things like uh, BitLocker pre-provisioning, where we can enable BitLocker encryption before we've even installed the operating system, so that instead of waiting two hours after the OS deploys to fully encrypt the disk, we can do it on the fly. So we get additional benefits, we get additional performance out of the new tools, but MDT is just the, the simplifying layer sitting on top of all of those to help with the automation of tying them all together so that you don't need to figure out how each of those individual tools works. Excellent, excellent. So the tools in the, in the ADK that will um, uh, apply an image or capture an image, because we can do that too, uh, actually build a, a reference image, um, apply drivers to, to, a, uh, 
to an installation, uh, things like that. Uh, customize the uh, pre-installation environment and add our own uh, answer file and, and that sort of thing. Those are all the things that we can drive from the MDT that in turn use the tools in the ADK or the, or the Windows Automated Installation Kit, as you said, in order to, to do this. Exactly. And we've tried to get it to the point where you may be aware that those individual tools are being used by MDT, but you don't really need to be so aware of how they work that you might be able to get by with just installing the ADK and never even digging into the ADK documentation that tells you, here's how you would use ImageX, here's how you would use uh, the DISM command line tool, how, here's how you would use all these different tools, uh, MDT just takes care of those for you. Yeah, I think one of the uh, most interesting tools in the tool set is the USMT, User State Migration Tool. And that's certainly uh, being able to capture uh, and save off users' files and settings, even on the local hard disk, uh, in a way that's very fast and efficient, and then restoring them after the new operating system is installed. That's a, that's a couple command line tools that we ordinarily wouldn't even have to touch if we're using the MDT. Exactly. And with the latest versions of those, the ability to figure out what is user data on the operating system and migrate it automatically are greatly improved. So you don't really even have to configure it in a lot of cases. It's, there's a, a heuristic algorithm that it's using to identify any document type that's associated with an app. Because if you have an app that can open a document, then that document must be data. So it's able to look through the list of all the apps, all the file types registered for those apps, and then grab all of those files, any of the files with those extensions, automatically as part of that user state capture and restore process. So it, it greatly simplifies that user state migration uh, overall. Excellent, excellent. So let's talk about the end user's experience for, um, for the sake of the actual installation. Uh, because, you know, many, you know, of course, many different companies, different organizations are going to want to handle it in different ways. So does the user get a link to launch the install, or perhaps do I have to ship them a USB stick or, or a, a burnt DVD for them to boot? Um, and then how much interaction do they have then on the installation? You have lots of options, and it, it really depends on how much customization and configuration you want to do versus how much you want to allow the user to do themselves. In a lot of enterprises, they will actually send someone out to the computer, a desktop support technician or a help desk technician or just a, even a vendor who's going to go from computer to computer and kick off the process. And in those situations, then you don't worry so much about the user interaction. They can just walk through a an eight or nine page wizard answer questions about what computer name, what task sequence do you want to run, uh, what domain do you want to join, what apps do you want to install. Those are the types of questions that get asked. But if you take a little further, you can customize it to reduce the number of questions, even eliminate them altogether so that basically they could start the process themselves and as soon as they confirm that yes they really want to do this then the whole process runs without any additional user interaction regardless of whether it's the nine pages of wizards or one page uh, for the wizard the idea is to collect all the information that we need up front to kick off the process and then just be able to walk away from the computer for uh, an hour or two while it runs through the whole deployment and then just come back at the end and confirm that everything worked okay. 
log in and you should be set to go from that point. Excellent, excellent. So you could use USB sticks, you could use DVDs, you could install over the network, you could use uh, network booting. There's an endless number of possibilities on how to actually do those deployments. A lot of companies will use all the above because there are going to be different scenarios where media makes perfect sense. Like if you've got a remote office without any servers, you're not going to want to necessarily carry a server around to do the deployments, but carrying around a, a bag full of USB sticks, really easy to do. So really looking at your, infra, you're looking at your uh, offices, your infrastructure, your networking capabilities, and then deciding for each location what's the most appropriate way of deploying, uh, MDT really can handle all of those different scenarios. Wow. So am I going to have to have a complex infrastructure enabled to support this? So what do I need to have in place in order to use ADK and the MDT? The bare minimum would be one computer running some version of Windows. <laughs> and oh, okay. we easy. really don't care what version. There's certainly going to be better performance running Windows 8 or Windows Server 2012 just because there have been improvements in those OSs. But uh, Server 2008 R2, Windows 7, uh, you can install the ADK and MDT on any of those operating systems. You can, you don't really even need Active Directory around to do these OS deployments. Just a single computer in a work group running MDT, running the ADK can be used for your entire uh, deployment. So what about, very what about lightweight. What about 32-bit versus 64-bit? If I'm going to be deploying 64-bit uh, operating systems, but I've only got a 32-bit installation of Windows, um, am I going to be able to do that? Sure. Uh, if you install, let's say you have a, a Server 2008 R2 computer. Well, that one's going to be 64-bit, so you can have a 64-bit OS deploying both uh, Windows 8 32-bit and Windows 8 64-bit, but if you had a Windows 7 32-bit OS and you wanted to put MDT on that, you could do that as well and even use that to deploy 64-bit OSs. So there's no real restriction based on the, the host operating system where MDT is running. It's able to deploy both x86 and x64 from a, a single install. Good. All right. Well, you know, we, we've uh, we've talked for quite a while here, and uh, we haven't even had a chance yet to talk about System Center, uh, System Center 2012 SP1 Configuration Manager, and how it also supports Windows 8 deployments. Um, you mind if we uh, have another chat in the near future? Sure, we can do that. Excellent. All right. Well, before we sign off, uh, where can we where, where do you want people to go for more information about Windows 8, the uh, the toolkits we talked about, the um, uh, application or the assessment and deployment toolkit, as well as the Microsoft Deployment Toolkit, the MDT. We've tried to consolidate most of that into one location on TechNet, the Springboard website. So that would be the, the main site to visit. I believe you can get to that from www.microsoft.com slash springboard. It'll direct you to the appropriate place out on TechNet where we have links really covering all parts of an operating system deployment project from the initial planning and uh, inventorying of what apps and computers and different models of machines you have in your environment, all the way through to application deployment scenarios, driver management, uh, getting ready for the new Internet Explorer, uh, just a, a wealth of information out there on the Springboard site covering everything you would want to know about deploying Windows 8. 
Fantastic. Well, uh, we'll make sure that that link, uh, those links, are also on our uh, page for the video when we, when this goes live. So, really appreciate your time today, Michael. Look forward to our next conversation on configuration manager. Um, thank you so much. Thank you.